You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me are my two friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And this is our second podcast on frequently asked questions about dogs. Frequently Asked Questions Part 2. <laughs> as you can imagine, as dog trainers, we get questions all the time, and people email us from our podcasts, and we just talk to people about dogs. So we get a lot of questions that we hear over and over again. And in Frequently Asked Questions Part 1, we answered a number of questions about why should you not get a six-week-old puppy? Why should you not get litter mates? How to keep obedience training from becoming boring, why dogs eat grass, and a whole bunch of other things. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, listen to that one too. But we've still got a list of questions. So hold on, listen to our sponsors for just a second. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. We all love our pets, and when disaster strikes, we want to make sure they are safe. In an emergency situation, you have to be your pet's voice and have the correct information at hand for emergency personnel if your pet ever needs their help. The Pet Alert Emergency Information System was designed with and approved by firefighters as well as police to make sure that your pet is protected in case of an emergency. With it, you will have all the tools you need in order to keep your pet safe. The Pet Alert Emergency Information System is literally a lifeline to safety for your pet that provides all the right information in all the right places. Whether you experience a house fire, auto accident, medical emergency, natural or man-made disaster, don't let your pet be a victim. You need to be prepared. You are your pet's advocate, so don't let them down. Safeguard their lives with the Pet Alert Emergency Information System. Get yours today by visiting PetAlert.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz. With me today are Petra and Kate. So let's get right into it. Why does my dog dig? Oh, because it's fun! (laughs) People that don't remember what it's like to get mud under your, your nails and dig in the dirt and smell the wonderful rich You mean smells. used to? What do you mean used yeah, to? That's right. <laughs> I garden. <laughs> I garden all the time. For a critter that has such a wonderful nose, I mean, the smells that come up, and then there's that physical satisfaction of moving the earth. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not that I relate to dogs really well or anything. Well, and then there's the gopher. Oh, yes, critters. The water moving in the sprinkler pipes. Sounds like a gopher. Could be a gopher. Mm -hmm. I better go see. Bashir, my wonderful, dignified, 11-year-old Australian shepherd, if I give him a special toy or a bone that he doesn't want to chew on at the moment, he asks very nicely to take it outside, and then he'll go bury it in the weirdest places, (laughs) and then stand over it and guard it. There's no bone here. Don't look here. Move along. No, nothing to see. With his muddy nose and no bone here. It's essentially right. it's hysterical. But well, and it's a warm day, and you go down a couple of inches, you get nice cool earth. Exactly. Or it's a chilly day, and you. And wanna... frankly, I'm just a wound-up teenager, and I've got to do something, and I don't know what to do. Yep. Or bored. So I've pick been any left... of those answers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Next time we're going to find Kate in a hole. It's it's a natural behavior for dogs. and They are den animals. How do dens get created? And they have no concept of... bears. (laughs) They have no concept of a nicely manicured lawn or that the dirt you turned over was for your vegetable garden. So best thing to do is is find a place out of the way that you don't mind getting messed up. And uh, and dig up a spot for your dog, seed it with some toys and some treats, and take him to that spot and tell him, yeah, it's good here. It's awesome here. And then do that several times. Keep taking him to that spot. Or as some people have done, they've got a little plastic kiddie pool and fill it full of dirt, soft mm-hmm. dirt, and make that the place to dig and let them dig to their heart's content. Encourage them to dig. So right? they're bored, they want to have fun, whatever the yeah. reason. Create a place where they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they have a big enough yard, you can have a dog area. As long as they can't dig out, you know, safety first. Right. 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 Dig their area all they like. Yelling at them, screaming at them, it's not going to work. Just not going to work. It's too natural. Oh, I take my dog by the collar and I drag him back there and I point and I have a fit and he understands. He just knows you're a crazy person. Crazy person. Dad comes home from work and oh my God, he's grumpy when he gets home from work. Well, my dog looks guilty. He knows he dug up my... That's, home. you know, that's one of my pet things. It just, it makes me cringe. Even the guy this afternoon said it. No, it was hours after the fact that whatever it was he took the dog back to, but he knew he'd done wrong. I could see it in his eyes. Okay. No, he just knew you were mad. Yeah, because <laughs> you're growling at your dog. He knows you're mad. He doesn't know why. Yes, he did. No. Oh, okay. I, no, the, the, we haven't been in business for how many yeah. years because we don't know dogs. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So digging is a very natural action. Best thing you can do is give him a place to dig and teach him that and encourage him there. Keep taking him back to that spot. And then when at all possible, make the other areas off limits. All right. Question number two for this podcast why does my dog lick other dogs' muzzles? There's leftover food. <laughs> well, oh, well, that's... We're not, thought about that. <laughs> we're not talking about one dog in specific, Walter. Um, <laughs> you know. who, who, who belongs to one of Kindred Spirit's owners. <clears throat> Kate. Walter. <laughs> Walter. Kate. That's not what, your dog. my boy? <laughs> yes, he is a dedicated muzzle. Only of his friends. Yes. yes. Okay, so... Dogs he knows well. He doesn't just randomly lick dogs' muzzles on the no, street. No, that's But true. when he does lick his does friend's like his muzzles, friends. he licks his friend's muzzles. It almost gets obsessive. 
Almost. <laughs> he has been known to get mad at dogs if they try to move. Well, I mean, I surprisingly, you, I think you saw it. It was you, me, or somebody. He gave a couple little licks, actually, to Poncho's muzzle one time. I oh. think Poncho stood there like, whoa. I think he was surprised. I think he was Maybe doing one of the other dogs. Yeah. <laughs> After all, he has an identity. He doesn't see well. No, that's true. <laughs> and there's yeah. so many black dogs. <laughs> and Poncho was scared. <laughs> Tasted me. He's going to eat me next. <laughs> His favorite, I was going to say person, dog to muzzle lick, is Bashir. Yeah. yeah. Bashir's his buddy. Yeah. They grew up together. They're the same age. Bashir has put up with Walter's idiosyncrasies for all their lives. And Bashir... Kind of like the big brother. Yes, Bashir very much has so. interfered yeah, really. many times when Walter was going... He did it just this afternoon. When Walter was going to get mad at something, Bashir just puts himself in a way. And he kind of gives Walter a look like, really, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, little yeah. guy. But a couple years ago, he started licking Cisco's muzzle more. Cisco's five now, but of course, he's bigger than Walter. And Cisco got a kick out of it. It was almost kind of let's not watch. <laughs> Cisco would put his face closer, lean in. Walter would be licking so hard that Cisco's nose would go up in the Bobbing air. Up and down. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was yeah. You just kind of wanted to look away, but. Let's talk about why he does it. Well, let me... Okay, and, and a, on a smaller food. scale, yes, it, it's just... It's a kiss on the cheek for people. It's a nice hug. If it's just one or two, how you doing? You, uh, you expect a dog to do it with a good dog friend. Yes. Okay, not to the dog they've... A silly puppy or a pup, the dog that's never grown up might lick other dogs' faces right. with that same kind of... I just love everybody, and I give everybody hugs and kisses. Yeah. Walter's is so dedicated, so intense, (laughs) that his is different. Yes. So, yes, you actually researched. What he's doing is he's aligning his army behind him. He's building a relationship saying, hey, you'll be my backup. In other words, Walter, somewhere in the back of his mind, realizes that he's hot-tempered realizes that sometimes he bites off more than he can chew, and he wants his friends behind him. He's banking and storing up good feelings. Yes. In advance of probably blowing it. Well, but, I mean, he's cashed in on some of those, because Peter does step in quite a bit. Yes. Yes. Uh, He's kind of wasted it with Cisco, but (laughs) (laughs) Cisco goes, okay, go ahead, honor me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But Cisco doesn't back him up. But Bashir sure does. does. Yeah. yeah. So he's For old- some of that, it's backup. Some of that, here's an apology in advance because I am going to. <laughs> I'm going to say sorry. Fly off the handle. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that might even be with Poncho that he's starting that he did it with. Either that or he just didn't know. I think him. mistaken identity. <laughs> mistaken identity. <laughs> so yes, baby puppies, adolescent dogs who were still kind of silly. They'll they'll do a few licks. The dedicated muzzle lickers are um, yeah they're they're. What is? I'm getting this. Oh, weird analogy alert. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm getting well, we this. have to have at least one per podcast. <laughs> okay. I'm getting this mental image of the the child just giving hugs to people just because because they feel good versus the godfather kind of taking someone by the shoulders and ceremoniously kissing them on each cheek and that's fraught with meaning. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so right. Walter's more we the We were right wanting kiss. to look away. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> Walter's more the mafia kiss. <laughs> this is what it means to be part of my family. Which is why Pancho looks scary. It <laughs> 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 Bunks doesn't hold still long enough, so. Right. Never got any chance. All right. Okay, another one that we hear about from, well, we hear about it from our puppy classes and our basic obedience classes. Why can't my dog go up to say hi to other dogs on leash? Oh, God. Usually at a dead run, dragging the owner behind and going face to face. The best example we have is, Kate, I'll go up into your face two inches from your nose and go, hey, it's rude. It is. It's just, I don't know. If a if a four to five year old child runs up to you and grabs you around the knees, you're like, do I know you, little child? Okay, that's inappropriate, but Which you don't know better. Which does happen to Kate more often lately. I know. <laughs> it is weird. I know. But if a 30-odd-something person came up and threw their arms around you and said, Hi, I've been so long, you'd be like, back off, creep. Yeah. So um, it is appropriate for dogs to get in each other's faces when they know each other, just like with humans. Yes. It isn't. They are not idiots. They are not perennial children. They do have body space and, and personal awareness. And so it is rude. And to especially get in unleash, that. because unleash the dogs can't go anywhere. Right. Off leash a dog can move away. Right. If an off leash dog charges up to another off leash dog, the second dog will either retaliate and blah or will move away. Unleash everybody's kinda stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why some people, I think, say, well, my dog is dog aggressive on leash. Well, maybe he's been taught to be that way because too many dogs rush into his face. And we have to, one, as dog owners, protect our dogs. If I see somebody coming at me with the dog at the end of the leash, he's friendly! Oh, that uh, does seem to be the cry of the person holding the leash of the dog who's being rude. Right. I step in front of my dogs, I step off the curb, I go go hide behind a car, I protect my dogs. Now, I am known for usually being the softer one of the three of us. Although that's been changing lately. (laughs) Lately, this is becoming an issue. So I'm walking my terrier, who is... Normally doesn't pay much attention to other dogs. And from, you know, 15 feet away, I saw oh, about an 18-month-old black lab dragging. I mean, just digging, leaving skid marks in the concrete. Oh, jeez. Headed for Quill. <laughs> and we were in a crowd. There was nowhere to go. Oh, the Strawberry Festival. Strawberry Festival. So as they got within about three feet, and I could, the owner was doing that that ridiculous smile. <laughs> I know my dog's about to do something stupid, but I can't help it. I take a step forward, and I stomped on the ground, and I said, no! <laughs> and the whole crowd around, everybody froze, <laughs> including the lab, who was like, what? Nobody's ever said that to me before. <laughs> but it did get oh, the owner of the lab to haul away on the dog and move, move it off. And then I just sort of straightened my shoulders and said, okay, look, Quill, here we go. And we walked on. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I had Walter in the veterinary hospital. We're in the waiting room. Now, did you catch that? We're in the veterinary hospital. Where yeah. do- dogs can be contagious? Yeah. They can be contagious. They can be not feeling well. They can you be know, hurt. They can hurt. be hurt. Yeah. There, there's a reason why you're there. This particular clinic also shares its waiting room with a behavioral veterinarian. So dogs might have emotional and behavioral issues? They, you know, they could be there because... And there were three of us and four of us, anyway, with our dogs sitting quietly had spaced ourselves out 
ignore it. And we weren't spaced out. We were giving <laughs> each other room. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) And then a young couple came in with Adobe. Now, the Adobe's body language to me did not look aggressive, but she was wired, and she dragged them through the door, and then she proceeded to ping-pong off of the walls and the other small dogs in the waiting room. And they were the people were sort of hunched over their dogs. So as she ping-ponged over to me and Walter, I put my hand out and said, No, I grabbed the dog's nose and shoved it and said, Don't let your dog get in my dog's face. And he just gulped like a fish, grabbed the leash, and ran back out. Good. Onto the street. Good. And again, I just sat back on, Fine, that's right. Make me be dragged out. We're not so blah, blah. But... But I sort of then looked at the other people in the waiting room, and they were giving me the sort of half-embarrassed, sort of like, thank you, yeah, we should have said something, but oh well, you know. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> thank you, B, for doing ah, that. Yeah. So basically... Don't do it. Yes, a dog who rushes <laughs> up into another dog's face is being rude, in dog language and in human. Yeah. And it's your dog is your job as a responsible dog owner to prevent that. Yes. Dogs can say hi in other ways. You can go for a walk together with your neighbor and her dog, and the dogs can walk side by side. That's absolutely fine, and it's very polite. But rushing into another dog's face is how dog fights start. Asking for trouble. You know, one of our trainers is even more analytical and all that than I am, and she was like, you know, they use dogs on the Alaska pipeline to sniff out a drop of oil under 12 feet of snow from the pipeline? Yes. So do you really think your dog has to shove his nose into my dog's crotch in order to smell it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you think, huh? Exactly. Yeah. You think he knows it's a boy or a girl from 12 feet away? I think so, too. Yes. True. <laughs> All right. Okay, to go with, along with pulling on the leash... Boy, that, uh, you, that was really pushed a button on that one, didn't y- it? Yes, yeah. I did. Sorry, I got yes. myself all wound up. Well, How, you were wound up that day when you came back from the That's vets. true. Yeah, I was that, yeah. How, and, and that was just a short time ago, so that was just yesterday. <laughs> so, so, yes, yeah, you're still wound exactly. up. So, <laughs> I don't like being rude, but I had to be rude to protect my dog. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I have learned from the master. Yeah. <laughs> so, my dog lunges at other dogs. Should I take him to the dog park to socialize him? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, did so we just have this conversation with a couple uh, people? Yes, we Saturday did. Go, Kate. You're still going. Uh, go for uh, it. You're on your soapbox. I've got a little spark and a little fire going. So here, let me throw a lot of firewood on it and see what kind of blaze we can get. All right. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I'm either going to take my dog there and he's going to be beaten to submission by the other dogs, or he's going to create massive problems, and I'm going to get sued. That, 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 that I'm almost speechless. But we hear that so often. My child can't swim, so let me throw him into the ocean ten miles offshore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes as much sense to me. He'll learn to swim quickly. Exactly. Right. What was that phrase that the Marine was using back in uh, evolution, or it's either failure or evolution or something? Oh, he was talking about his kiss, his small child injuring himself doing something. He'll either he'll either live or he'll learn or something like that. Anyway, okay, I, 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 I got yeah. lost on that. Okay. One. You got lost on that one. Yeah, but anyway, okay. no. If your dog doesn't have good social skills, then throwing him into the middle of a party 
is not the way to teach him social right. skills. And unfortunately, we hear that too many times. And we'll make it worse, and we'll start fights, or yeah. he'll get beat up. Or he'll take advantage and beat somebody else up. You could get sued when your dog hurts another dog. I mean, you just heard it today from somebody. Yeah. That was suggested to by By another another trainer. (coughs) Trainer. Yeah, uh, my dog is dog aggressive on leash, so go for as many walks in as densely populated area as you can with the dog. So all he's doing is practicing. Being yeah. aggressive on leash because yeah. the owner didn't have any skills to change it. And the same trainer had told somebody else, take your dog aggressive dog and let him go at the off-leash park. Yep. Now, now right. there is a behavioral term for this. It's called flooding. But it's not flooding is not appropriate when aggression is concerned and when that dog or the other mm-hmm. dogs could be injured or killed. Yeah. And we have heard of dogs being killed at dog parks. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had, it was a few years ago, but remember somebody was going to do a behavior consult with us, but somebody else told this lady to take her young Pity, who was dog aggressive, to a park. Yeah. And she called and her dog had severely injured. Killed. Oh, killed a dog when she, yeah. she tried. She went and let the dog go and it killed another dog. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no, she then no, killed- no, no, no. That dog was then killed. Yes, yeah, that dog was essentially but euthanized, but yeah. that's what it comes amount to. Yes, yeah. killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we even got a chance to help her. Yeah, yeah. and it. Yep. So no. First of all, we've we've mentioned another podcast. We're not fans of dog parks, and that's the subject of perhaps another revisit in the future. But for a dog who's lunging at other dogs, no. Contact your trainer or behaviorist for help. But do not go throw him into, as Kate said, the middle of a party. (laughs) Yeah. Help your dog, whatever it is. Help them succeed and learn to do a better thing. Right. Don't just throw them into the mix and hope for the best. Right. All right. Well, we need to take a break for our sponsors. So hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Active 4 Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active 4 Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active 4 Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active 4 Pets. Ready to try Active 4 Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of Active4Pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free, and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo! 
Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. This is your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. All right, so one who's off that subject a little bit, but still relatively serious. My dog barks at the postman and delivery drivers every time they come down my street. (laughs) We'll talk about succeeding. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. He wins that battle every single day. Chased him away, Mom. You every, proud of me? Every day that, that delivery person or that meter reader leaves. Yeah. And the only reason they left was because I scared him off. Right? Yep. And then the adrenaline high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's look at it from your dog's point of view. So you've got your mailbox out in front of your house. The mailman comes down the street every day, delivers the mail. Your dog hears him probably two or three houses up. Bark, 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 bark. He delivers the mail to your house. Your dog is still barking. Bark, bark, bark. The mailman goes down the street and eventually goes out of sight and hearing of your dog. Your dog's going, yeah, I chased him off. Once again, the invading hordes (laughs) tried to overcome our house, but I've saved us. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't there a picture going around on Facebook? Facebook Yes, the Jack Russell Terrier. I have saved you from 3,700 squirrels, 25 mailmen, whatever. (laughs) And never once have you said thank you. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But that's it for the dog. Uh And so, you know, as far as the dog's concerned, one, he chased away the, the postman or the UPS driver or the FedEx driver or the the uniform truck that delivers to your neighbor down the street or the school bus yeah. and he's got an adrenaline high while he does it and people get an adrenaline high and get addicted to it the runner's high the exercise not that i would know that but um <laughs> i understand that's why people like jump out of airplanes yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. Adrenaline stuff rush. that adrenaline yeah, rush yep, right yep, exactly. right so your dog gets addicted to that too, and he wins the battle every day. So, so yeah. in a nutshell, no, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and, no. and that's where lots of neighbors complain. <laughs> yes. Plus, if your the mailman drops a package over the gate or something like that and gets close to your dog, your dog's going to bite him. Yeah. So. Or he dropped off something that's dangerous and must tear it up. Yes. Destroy the yeah. item. Or that's the one day that the window screen gives out. Yep. It's your dog bounces off it. Yeah. Right. It goes so chasing. The noise is bad enough. Right. But the substance, this, the practice of thinking that this is an enemy that I mm-hmm. can eye into the dog can drive off is also not a good idea. Right. Dog escaping out of the yard, getting over the fence, going through the screen. We've heard of dogs jumping through plate glass windows. Yes. yes. A package being left inside the door or over the gate. And the dog goes, aha, this time I've got you. And he bites the mailman, which is an epidemic, by the way. A few months ago, the uh, Postal Service had a press release, had a press meeting, a meeting with TV stations, radio, and print media in San Diego. And there was a mailman there who had been attacked by, and I'm not picking on the breed. We don't believe in... All, all dogs of a particular breed are bad or good or anything like that, but this was a pit bull. And she came finally came over the fence. He said that she'd bark behind the fence every other day 
but this time she came over the fence and she went for his throat. Oh god. She ripped him up terribly, knocked out oh five or six or seven teeth. He had had so much surgery on his neck and his face that his dental care still hadn't been taken care of oh, yet geez. because they had to finish the surgery on his face. And he's now permanently disabled. Right. But there have also been postal carriers killed by dogs on their route. So it's not something that can be or should be taken lightly. You need to do some training with the dog, teach them to leave it, redirect the dog when you're there. If you're not there, make sure the dog is completely secure from anywhere where he can get towards or out of or through to any of the delivery drivers. Because it's not just mailmen or mailwomen. It's also FedEx and UPS and all the other delivery services. Mm -hmm. The Sparkless Water Guy is one on my street. And uh, there was a dog running loose the other day, and he wouldn't get out of his truck to deliver to my neighbor. He said, do you know who? He hollered at me. Do you know whose dog this is? And I said, I said, there's about five houses on my short street that have chihuahuas. I said, I don't know whose that is. And she wouldn't let me catch her anyway. She was barking and screaming. And, he's a sparkless water guy. Just, oops. Yeah. Dropped the bottle. Well, he said <laughs> that. He said, according to his rules, he's <clears throat> not allowed to get out of the truck well, if there's a loose dog. Yeah. Because he yeah. said too many of the drivers have been, been bitten. Yeah. And I, it's not worth it. No. The downtime on the driver. No. Yeah. And yeah, this was a chihuahua, but you know, it's, it's yeah. a rule. The chihuahuas can still bite. They yeah, get you on your tearlies back there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can tear yeah. up your ankles and yeah, yeah, blow your knee. <laughs> and uh, what was the woman who her beagle had gotten out the front door and bit the mailman? And so they stopped oh, delivery. Oh, they won't delivery. Yeah, they won't deliver. To her whole street at that time. If the dog was running loose, yes. I think, I'm not sure exactly why that unless they figure that the dog is running loose often i don't know or perhaps and this is only my guess i don't know for sure societal pressure yeah because yeah her neighbors were sure not happy with her right right they all had to go in and pick up their mail right (laughs) right the entire street was blacklisted yeah Yeah. peer pressure now whether she was the only problem on this i don't know what it was I have heard of that happening before, yeah. Like I say, my guess is peer pressure, societal pressure. Yeah. You know, keep your dog in. It is a real problem. If your dog has this issue, prevention is certainly the first step. And then hire a dog trainer or a behaviorist to get some long-lasting help because it is a It's a really bad hobby for a dog to get used to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a dangerous one. All right. What other questions do we have? What other questions do we hear? Uh, I think. Oh, how about humping? Oh, there's <laughs> always one of those. The puppies were doing it in puppy play, and the lady was horrified. Most people do get embarrassed about it. Puppies. Because it, it's S E X. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone says. Yeah. The other thing that, that so many seem to think is that it's dominance. Right. Now, yeah, now we don't use dominance anymore because it's been so misused that the definition is has really been lost. But it's usually not. Usually the puppy, when we're talking about puppies humping or mounting each other, it's the puppy who's feeling a little left out of the play 
who's going, I want attention too! I want attention too! And so that's what he does to try to get attention. Sometimes <laughs> it's not the attention he wants, but he's right. getting attention. Or just uh, the adrenaline has gotten up. Oh, they're yeah. Just, they've just been, wow, I've been playing and it's so much fun and I'm just going to have more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what the Black Lab was doing last night. It oh, was, was it? Just, I just got really, really excited and I don't know what to do with these feelings. <laughs> He's even attempted. He's just such a floppy lad. Yeah, I know. And just, you know, a He's few so seconds, a like... couple of deep breaths. He calmed down. He was able to play again. He got a little overstimulated in several parts of the place. So exactly. Not not just overstimulated in that way, but in other ways, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he was just having way too much fun. <laughs> There's the occasional adult dog that will try to use it as a status. I am over you, literally. Uh-huh. Yeah. But... And I think most of in the classic case of the somebody comes over to your house and the the beagle grabs a hold of his leg and starts pumping away. I think most of the time that is just the dog's so excited it doesn't know what to do. Yeah, which is then leash him. Yeah, teach him what to do. Hasn't been taught any manner, so mm-hmm. he's just doing what feels yeah. natural. <laughs> I admit I had a dog a number of years ago, Chocho, uh, who yeah. had a very special stuffed toy. And I didn't realize he was having special fun with his stuffed toy till I noticed it looked kind of grubby. And I picked it up and went, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so that stuffed toy got thrown away. And I watched him closer and told him, no, that was not appropriate social behavior. I don't care if it's natural or not. <laughs> there are not some happening. things that are natural that don't have to happen. <laughs> and humping your stuffed toy and self-pleasuring yourself to that extent does not have to happen. So it is natural. It is Did he pre- have like an open copy of Dog World next to you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't even look. <laughs> Dog it, fancy? It's <laughs> a toy poodle centerfold. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you chee-chee. Actually, yeah. it was a little white stuffed toy rabbit <laughs> cross-species. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, the fur. Yeah. yeah. It, actually, I thought that was a really cute stuffed toy. But, so did uh, he. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. So, yes, although some people I have heard say, but it's natural. Yeah, but as you say, Kate, there are some natural things that we don't do either. There was a, oh, you must have been about two years old, and he was at that stage where he was like, look what I've got. Yeah. And it's so special, and it feels good to touch it. And his mom was telling him, no. Oh, this is a human now. This is a human okay. now. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah wait, wait, wait a minute. Where are we going? <laughs> a human two-year-old human little two-year-old. boy. And he was just, he was getting ready to pull down his pants and just, he was, because it felt good to touch it. And mom was like, no, you don't do that. No. There's nothing wrong with what you have, but you don't need to show it to everybody. And you don't do this in public. Yeah. She actually was using language more appropriate for a two-year-old. But basically, like, no. that was the message. Right. Yeah, but that was yeah. the message. And, and yeah. dogs are certainly as smart as a two-year-old. Yes. And they can learn these social behaviors. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Bones is two and a half years old, mm-hmm. and he's an intact male. And one of the female dogs in our trainer's group, he thinks is really, really special. And he would like to show her how special he thinks she is. But no, right? it's not appropriate. Right. And whenever I, I try to catch him before he gets worked up. When I see him start to flirt with her and give her pretty little kisses in the ear and 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 tell her how sweet she is, I interrupt him. Uh-uh. I don't scold him. He's not being bad. Right. But I interrupt him. 
that's enough. Come on, over here. Good boy to come to me. But if he does, how shall I say, get a little farther along if I don't catch him. If he gets to third base. If he gets to... (laughs) If he gets to third base, then I do interrupt him, and he comes back to me, and he can do a downstay for a little while and just calm down because it's not appropriate. Yes, if your dog is one of those, interrupt him, redirect him, praise him for doing something else instead, and if he's got himself too excited, just have him do a downstay for a little while. Put him on leash if you need to. Patrick Callahan used to say, sometimes you just have to take him aside and let the chemicals in the brain... Yes. Settle yeah, down. Yes. Exactly. And sometimes you have to let the hormones and the blood yes. settle down a bit, too, before yes. they, their brain can start thinking. Yes. <laughs> exactly. When Bones is really excited about this particular female dog, I can just see his eyeballs spinning in his head. And yeah. it's like, yes. no. not a whole no. lot of rational thought going on. <laughs> Let, no. Let's just take a deep breath and do a downstay. And then a- after he's done a downstay for a couple minutes, I can see his breathing slow and he's going, Oh, hi, Mom. There you <laughs> yeah, are. <right. laughs> Keep him thinking. Yeah. So, well, I think that'll do it for another uh, podcast. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, email us, liz at petliferadio.com. And if we get enough questions, we'll put together for a third podcast of Frequently Asked Questions About Dogs. <laughs> That's our theme music. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, we'll be talking when we end on humping is our last note. I mean, Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, well, we do have fun. (laughs) And on that note, we'll let you go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.